Hey everybody, and welcome to the new episode of Run Chat. Um, before we start today, we're just going to have a small moment of silence for Ben O'Meara, who is part of the November Project family, who passed away suddenly recently. Um, ben, you'll be missed. And so, guys, it's been a while since our last episode. Yeah, we were hibernating yeah, in been... the winter. Yeah. It's been pretty much all winter, I guess. Yeah, we, we were getting back on track. We were saving Running it for some really... This is going to be a really good episode because we've been saving all our genius for this episode and the, and the ones to follow. That is true. Yeah, we did, did a lot of research, did uh, so much planning going into Ideating. This. I like saying ideating. It's like, I feel like a professional. Ide- ideating? Yeah. Is that oh, right? ideated a lot. Ideation, ideating. Yeah. Did you just make this word up? No, it's true. It's, it's, a, it's a real word. thing. It's like overshirt. Overshirt, yeah, we yeah. talked about that earlier. Overshirt, I've overshirt. I guess is the opposite of undershirt. But yeah, it's the shirt you wear on top of your shirt. It's your overshirt. Yeah, that sounds like a, a very like old. Term. Wait, wait, no, no, no. That's just the shirt. The other one's the undershirt. No, I'm wearing a. Sh- I'm, and, wearing, I'm wearing a shirt right now. Yeah, that's your undershirt. No, this is my shirt. Well, it's not t-shirt. when you put another one on top of it. Well, did you? This is a race shirt. I don't think they give out undershirts at races. So this undershirt. But what if they did? And it's an undershirt, and then there's the shirt, and if you wear a third layer, that's maybe like a sweatshirt or a jacket. So your point, Brian, is that it's there's no overshirt. It's either a sweatshirt or a jacket, or actually the shirt. That is way too many layers. It's springtime. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a layer guy. I wear lots of layers. Oh, really? I could do a shirt and then an overshirt. That's it. I feel like all the listeners are going to feel like they're coming in on lap two <laughs> and aren't really sure when we started. By lap two, I had to take off my overshirt. Overshirt gotcha. to me sounds like I was, I'm watching Little House on the Prairie, and it like Pa is like, oh, I got to run out and kill the whatever... Is happening, and I got to put on my overshirt. Right? Am I, does that make sense? Our yeah. listeners are all millennials. They don't know who. Yeah, I just dated my little dated house on the prairie is grandpa. Just I dated myself, but it's a <laughs> yeah. great show. Watch yeah. every day. No, you ideated yourself. I think. Okay, so um, what have you guys been up to um, the last few months besides ideating and research? Well, well, we we've had podcast after podcast, and me complaining about my ankle injury, and that seems to have gone away. Nice. I'm still going to physical therapy because I find that it, it helps, and I do enjoy those hour-long massages. But um, for the most part, I, I'm running pain-free now. So you're saying your your ankle pain is a zero or a one out of ten? Yeah. As I was running over here today from my place, I, I'd say it was like at a two at the worst. Okay. Um, and I feel like that's very manageable. So health is good because obviously running can be frustrating if you you can't do it. Yeah. Like um, the New York City half, I, I found I was going... Like I, I just was topping out, and my ankle wasn't letting me run too fast. But then uh, when I, I did the healthy kidney 10K, and after about 10 months of showing up to races and pe- getting asked by people, oh, what do you, you know, what, what's your goal for today? What are you going to do today? And saying, like, ah, finish, I just uh, want to finish. Don't the hurt. Race. Yeah, exactly. And then and you always get the reaction from people, like, oh, Okay. That's like I'm glad I, I wish I didn't I didn't wish I wish I didn't like ask that right exactly and so um, I got I got to Central Park for the Healthy Kidney 10K and you know when you just feel good and like ready to race you're like this is going to be a good so you, day you, you, you threw down I felt I felt charged that day and then yeah I was throwing down some fast miles it felt great yeah I had a really good race our friend Gorov was pacing me you and uh, wow he paced me really hard. 
He shoved me up Harlem Hill, shoved Shove me around. Paced you hard and shoved <laughs> you. I feel like yeah. this is different, different it, commentary it did coming here. It feel a little... Uh, I think you get disqualified for having somebody shove you up I wasn't up hill. physical. It was all uh, inspirational. <clears throat> Mental. And Mental shoving? Yeah. And he's always our, nice to me. That's interesting. Our good, well, he's nice to me when we're not pacing and he's not trying to coach. Uh, our friend Anthony from the Sound Lounge was uh, Sound passed Lounge, us, yeah, Sound passed us on Harlem Hill, and, uh, and he was like, "Gorov just Sound told me." Gorov just said, "Follow Anthony," and I just shoved it up that hill and turned in a PR. So shoved it worked. Shoved it up that hill. Shoved it up that this hill. This is another new running. That's term. a running yeah. Like yeah, we, ideating yeah. and yeah. overshirt. Yeah. So and obviously, you, we're showing uh, all the research we've done by. Terms like shoving up the hill. We're adding yeah. things to the running lexicon. I like this. So I actually ran the uh, NYC half, and uh, I paced Genie, uh, our good friend. Oh, and nice. I had a, a fellow pacers. I had uh, Matt Powers for a bit and uh, Raul. Um, and we actually had a nice little time. I saw, I saw you guys at the north end of the park. Yeah, we did see you. Actually, yeah. that's the first time I saw you in a while. Yeah. Um, I, and I, you said we should be recording this as a podcast, and I was like, Brian? "Take I out your phone." Yeah. I, I checked mine in my bag. Yeah, we say that a lot of times, and where's apparently Brian? it hasn't happened. Yeah. No, the we should be recording this. And where's Brian? Yeah, this, that's the common trend. But this uh, discussion we're having, we should be recording this. Like when I got to Brian's today, on? I was like, "Where's Brian? Is this on? <laughs> Why is nobody answering the story?" Oh yeah, well, too bad. So we got through the NYC half, and um, Billy's healthy. Brian, you obviously ran the healthy kidney. Yep, my kidneys are healthy, or at least. Although the Sydney, the kidney, did uh, say, "Oh, I have to go to the start line right before I was going to take a picture with him." Yeah, I got negged by Sydney, the kidney. So too. that snub didn't feel good, but I showed what him a with a PR. So is Sydney male or female, or just neutral? Uh, I have no idea. It's a giant kidney. Are kidneys gendered? No, I'm just I, if there's a, you I know. think your kidneys are male. And, well, you have two, <laughs> so I think you have one of each. That's where livers come from. <laughs> so basically, we hibernated all uh, winter, and then we ran the NYC half, and two of us ran the healthy kidney. We did nothing else. You didn't run healthy yeah. kidney? Did I not. ran every day, so there you go. you're talking about. Have so, you really run every day? Like, Ryan uh, has one of these no days off calendar, and like every day is marked. I have, since Halloween, I have done something every day. I ran every day Woke until, up every day. <laughs> well, every I've day. done something fitness-wise every day, but I stopped the running every day in April. Ah. Wait, so, so you ran every day from... For 130, 150 days or so? It's very, yeah. You were catching up to Stuart. How did, how did that Almost. feel? Because that, to me, in my head, just seems like a bad idea. It was mostly just about motivation because I knew if I broke the chain, then... Oh, I didn't run today. So if I don't run tomorrow, it doesn't matter. Right. And I could see weeks of that going. Well, that's what actually, back to the Stewart streak, we had those the beautiful 30-year hats made and yeah. celebrated that in January. He was, like, in, inconsistent. And what his catalyst to starting the streak, which was not necessarily a plan, it was more, well, if I'm going to run, I'm going to run. I'm going to do for the next yeah. 30 years. So then yeah. he said, I'm, I'm, I, all or nothing. So he started running every day, and then one year turned into two years, turned into five years, turned into 10 years. I, I feel like Stuart's like a freak of nature, though, and I mean that in the nicest way possible because he was averaging 10 miles a day. Yeah. So like like the average person can't keep that up. That's, yeah, I, I, I got, made sure I got one mile a day just yeah. so I could that is, well, that's like also to Stuart's run down minimum. the block wasn't enough. His minimum is one and one quarter because yeah. just in case you mismeasured. Right. But uh, he did. I think he averaged about nine point three miles. It was one of those runs a in a jail. It was a holding cell because this was nineteen ninety two. He was in Barcelona um, at the Olympics, and this is back when you don't have email or like barcodes on your phone, or even don't even have phones. 
Um, I don't know if I have a barcode on my phone. Or maybe in an email that had a barcode for your ticket. Ah, okay. So he was traveling back from the Olympics and going over to, back to London. His plane ticket, he didn't bring with him because he didn't need it. He was just taking the train or, or a different flight or whatever he had. But he needed to prove that he had a ticket back to the United States. Oh. Um, but he didn't carry that with him. And so the folks at customs were like, well, we need verification that you're leaving the country. And so... What did he do? He said, well, this is my friend's landline number, which I guess they called and there was no answer. Um, so then they were like, I guess we'll call back tomorrow. You have to wait here. And he had not done his run yet. So he says, okay, well, that's fine. Can I, I need to go for a run. They're like, well, well the point is we can't let you leave. <laughs> like, he goes, well, here's my bike and my stuff. I'll come back for it. And they're like, that still doesn't work. Yeah, that's not how jail works. It's kind of like more suspicious. So <laughs> Stuart... Okay, um, but you can hold the bomb, too. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so Stuart was like, well, I'm going to run in this little kind of holding cell, which I think had a hallway to it. It wasn't just a one room. Gotcha. So he ran back and forth probably for well more than probably 30 minutes just to make sure he got the mile in. And he said he was very aggressive with his foot plant. And he thought because his... The cell or the hallway combination happened to be above the office of the officer or the custom agent, and he thought that that would annoy them until um, so he got some satisfaction in oh, so giving he, it to them. Oh, he didn't. So he went out of his way to annoy them, not not annoy them, right? Because he wasn't worried about them throwing him in like solitary or right. something. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, I'd, I'd that, be going out of my way to like. So that is the rule. That's the story with the, the jail. It was more. So uh, you weren't customs. there. It was not. But I, I heard this story n- numerous times. I, I think. think I, I think the first time you told it to me, we were drinking, and for some reason, you knew the details so well that I was oh, like, terrible. yeah, I was like, John and Stuart once ran a mile in jail together. Hey, that's, that's even a better story. And they were so like, we'll when that. did this happen? I was like, at the Olympics. And <laughs> Mars. Yeah. On that note, we, we, are, are, we are drinking a little bit. We do have a uh, local <clears throat> uh, beverage that Brian and I picked up after sampling at uh, – what, what, what was our – what were we sponsored by it today? Is, uh, Gold Star Beer Counter. It's a great Prospect spot. Heights. And we are drinking a – It's uh, not local. It's Burial the Keeper's Veil, which sounds very strange. I guess, Oh, beer, Burial Beer Company, and the beer is The Keeper's Veil from Asheville, North Carolina. All right. Well yeah. – uh, it's, it's delicious. Look, look real quick. Wow, what do you guys think of it? They should send us a I case like it. of it. It's delicious. They should. And some cash. <laughs> and some cash. Sound Lounge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we can't drink in Sound Lounge. We probably could. We, we probably didn't. could. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Oh, I feel like they probably have like a cake. Yeah. You know, exactly. Exactly. It's a pretty cool place. Candy and cake for us. And well, I was yeah. thinking, you can, yeah, I guess you could. They did have Skittles. Anthony, so. if you're listening to this, let us know if we can drink in Sound yeah. Lounge. Anthony, if you're not listening to this, what happened? Yeah. What, where, where did, did we go? Do? Yeah, I liked you. Oh. We had seven listeners. Now we have six. <laughs> and you're a big oh, guy. You're, you're like, it looks, makes it look like we have 20. Yeah. It's like seven and a half yeah. listeners. Yeah. Anyway, so the beer's good. We're, we're enjoying it, obviously. Yeah. So uh, we're talking about recent races, and all three of us ran the uh, Red Hook Crit recently, which sounds like we ran a bike race. Correct. What's the uh, official name of the what's, – what's crit short for? The criterium. Yes. Critical. Critical the mass. Criterium. Which actually is relevant in this oh, case. Oh, actually, that would be. Yeah. yeah. But I think Brian's correct with Wait, his why, answer. Why, why is it relevant? A lot of people went to it because uh, of critical mass. Right? Oh, I thought uh, Well, in critical mass was like those protest bike rides, processing oh, so for bike lanes – Guys, this is run ago. chat. Uh, <laughs> Not bike chat. This is, yeah, bikes are dumb. Stay, no way. stay on topic. Welcome to protest chat. <laughs> yeah. This ain't tri chat. Yeah. This ain't duathlon chat. I thought critical mass was like a PlayStation game. 
Maybe That's or like Mass Effect. Effect or like a like a Arnold no Schwarzenegger movie from like 1997. Maybe? That, that's uh, totally recall. But, I mean, <laughs> True Lies. You're, you're both thinking... wrong. It's called The Terminator. Pretty sure you're thinking of True Lies. I'll be back. Yeah. Oh, good one. Back good impression. The, uh, let's Is get Arnold back here. Is Arnold I'll be back Lewis? to the point. Oh um, boy. To oh. the story. So, so yes, yeah, so we ran a bike race. And the you should yeah. have Arnold Schwarzenegger on there next. I step. actually entered in a city bike and I didn't do very well. So sorry, city bike. But thank you for the sponsorships. Uh, actually, I did because to get actually in the bike race, if you got lapped, you, get, you have to leave the yeah. course. And I thought that was like the most BS rule because everybody was within two inches of each other the entire Unless time. Unless you fell, which was also mm-hmm. part of the the drama that unfolded. And I was looking on the website the night before because, if, for anyone who doesn't know, there's a bike race and a 5K running race along with it that we did. Yes. And I was trying to find information on whether there's baggage check and all sorts of things, and they didn't have a lot on the website. That was not a very well-detailed website. Yeah. I'm throwing that out there right now. But, but the, Strava, uh, you could do better. At the event, it was very well done, but the website could have been better. So there was. So I saw on the website the rule about getting lapped and getting kicked out, like, and I said, oh, oh, I "Is this. this for the running race?" Because I'm that actually would be really I would kind be of, gone that would, so fast. That would be interesting because there's definitely a lot of people getting lapped. I, I probably would have PR'd a two k. Yeah, true. Would not have made five. But for those who don't know, this is the tenth year for the Red Hook Crit, which is a bike race. It's part of a series. Uh, I think it's London, Barcelona, and Milan. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. I think you're right. Uh, but a couple of years ago, uh, my friend. Pavel um, started a uh, 5K component uh, of the Red Hook, which is uh, in the middle or towards the end of the event before the main heats or the finals of the men and women's competition. And the bike component uh, was a 5K on the same course. And it, picture like this year it was four laps. Um, it was a 5K, but four laps equaled the 5K. And it was really lots of turns, which made it very exciting uh, for the cyclists, for us as spectators, but also running it. It was Definitely tricky. I was. Yeah. It was a hot day. It was humid. It was eighty-two it was, degrees. Ahead. It was an evening race, which is rare, which is kind of fun and unique. Yeah. Um, Red Hook is a beautiful spot. There's right on the water. You're looking at the the sunset. You're looking at uh, uh, Lady Liberty, and um, I know I, I. This is the third time I've actually signed up for this race, and only the first time I've actually was able to get to the starting line and finish. But uh, I was really impressed with the atmosphere. Uh, great article in the New York Times on the Red Hook Crit. Uh, I think it was today or yesterday. Um, how the race is really did they mention me? Yeah, and there was okay, you good, were actually good. featured and you had the title. Yeah. I think you wrote the article too, and you uh, were on all the photos. Oddly enough, well, I did write the New York Times on it, but I wrote mine in crayon. So yeah, it's sure that might not be the one you saw. Maybe, maybe not. Um, but I, I was really in this article. It talked about how initially it was more a ragtag group of semi-pro amateurs figuring things out and and it's really evolved to a really kind of world-class um event and then the 5k new york city is really it still has a little ragtag feel i mean there's beer trucks and things like that so it's not you know as professional which kind of is boring sometimes it was very exciting and it was a cool atmosphere but it was also what really well done. And then the five k part, which the component which we all ran, there was a, um, you know, New York City is rich in in, in, in running talent, so right. it's, it's not your typical road race. But there was some prize cash, uh, cash monies involved. Um, this is actually interesting. I got corrected um, that I said, oh, there's there's a a, a prime for winning the first, by being leading after the first lap. That's correct. Uh, I was. Um, 
corrected that it's actually Prima. Prima? Oh. And that I should not uh, – Pavel, uh, you know, you, you taught me well. But, uh, Wait, but it's spelled P-R-I-M-E? But in, in yeah. Viking land or maybe it's French or something, but Prima is the correct term. And I was told – Yeah, you put on Pavel one of those – that it was like if I said to a cyclist the, the prime, I would get like a – kind of like getting called a jogger when you're like i'm a runner although yeah. I, i'm fine with jogger well, you now. put on those weird little bike hats with a tiny little visor yeah. and you start pronouncing things different exactly so there's actually um the preem or prime um it, you actually incentive actually incentivizes the race to be more honest because it forces it to go out fast because um someone's actually gonna get some cash monies at that first kind of checkpoint and right. uh it was really it, the turn. It was eleven different turns on the course. A couple like one eighty switchbacks, which yeah. made it really tough for me, being a little bit out of shape coming off the Paris Marathon. And um, it, you know, you kind of have to stop your momentum and then get it going again. But it was kind of nice because I would see Brian out there. I would see Billy, um, you know, because we were kind of going back and forth. Did you back. see me? I did not see you yeah, at well, all. I was, you know, I'm, I'm keen. I'm good at that. I, I just had like the sun in my eyes the entire time. It seemed. I think he means he would see me because he lapped me. I saw which, you. I don't know if you did, but you, you probably should have. I don't know. I, my, that was one goal not to get lapped by the pros or the, yeah. the elites. Oh, I, I definitely I, got I, I That was, was not my goal. I was. I, um, I, I accomplished it, but it was, I think it was pretty close. <laughs> I did the math ahead of time, like how fast they're running, how fast I'm running, and there was no hope. Yeah. But I, I may I, not have gotten lapped twice, I forget. Yeah, well, that's good. Because well, they finished. Right. If they had kept running, they probably would have passed me again. <laughs> more than, yeah, more, they more were, than twice. They yeah. were done and cheering. Yeah. But I was. I think there was a nice little kind of crew crew love going on. There was definitely like the underground kind of feel. What? Cyclists were like really pretty elite. Uh, the course, again, the fact that runners and cyclists did the same course, I think there was some yeah, I thought that was really cool. synergy there. Um, also, just running that bike course convinced me that I would never – Enter a bike race. Oh, no. Like, Wait, no well, brakes? Not that kind of bike race, for sure. Well, I, I remember when I applied for, like, life insurance, you know, they gave you a questionnaire, and one of the questions was, um, do you uh, enter in competitive bike racing? And I was like, oh, no, but I do run often, so does that get me a discount? And they were like, oh, no, but if you did bike racing, your rates would go up because it, you know, it's just so much injury risk. But if you race with a city bike like me, is, that's probably less injury. Oh yeah, probably because you're like a tank. Like yeah. those, those little those little hipster bikes are just bouncing off you. Yeah, yeah, but you have to finish in 45 minutes. So uh, yeah, I guess I would be yeah, lapped and I would really get kicked out. I would, I would get I would get kicked no, out. No one's lapping you. You just take them all out. True. See, see, I don't have a annual membership, so I only get 30 minutes, and then I have to dock the bike right. and get a new one out. So that really slows you down. Go with the annual. Yeah. Well, that, that also. I guess if I were racing, sponsored by a city would. bike. <laughs> That also inspires you to go faster so that you finish. Yeah, in those exactly. Minutes. Yeah. Which is why I kicked it in because I was actually hurting and not feeling so great. And also, I, the finish was kind of like a track and like brought me back to my glory days of track and field. Mm. And next thing you know, I started like kicking it in and everyone's like, you look great out there. And I'm like, Lear- the lesson part learned. You saw, yeah. Yeah, lesson learned. Uh, just finished looking good and everyone thinks you ran great. Um, I wasn't particularly pleased That's with I do my time, race. but I was actually pleased with the experience. Like, hats off to the. The Red Hook Crit folks, because uh, I, I really enjoyed the event being the first time. Hearing a lot about it the last couple of years and actually finally getting there. It does help that some of us here uh, work out in at the Red Hook track. That's true. Mm. So a little plug out to the Off the Hook Track Club. Um, we um, stylishly attired. Yeah, we, we, we launched some uh, new kits, if you will, or gear uh, with hats and shirts. And uh, I think um, it was a kind of a nice synergy there. The fact that we actually... 
work out in that section. Most folks probably yeah. don't spend much time there, but we were there once a week, which was kind of cool, too. And those shirts and hats made their debut at the Red Hook Crit. They did. We did some teasers, but uh, our yeah, friend Don a... made the nice uh, design, and uh, yeah, it was nice that... But that club is, I think, is the fact back to the community pieces. I love the fact that there's Prospect Park, South Brooklyn Runners, North Brooklyn Runners, Remember Project, New York Athletic Club. It doesn't matter what team you're on. It's just really more of a training group. Yeah. And uh, a lot of those folks did run the crit, and it was uh, like they were not, they were like your teammates, but there was no necessarily scoring other than there was scoring for the top three teams, but uh, we weren't like racing each other. It was more we were out there together, even though we might have different affiliations on our. On our kit or vest. Yeah, and then a, a couple of people came for the first time to the Red Hook track mm. uh, this tu- this past Tuesday. After I give you props for re- recruiting someone. Thanks. Yeah, well, it, was, it was really just those fancy design shirts that Don, Don made for us. Yeah, I mean, Serena came out, and she was like, I go, how do you hear about this? And she goes, oh, Billy, it was at the crit, tell me about it. I'm like, well, I haven't seen Billy here in a while, but I'm glad, <laughs> I'm glad you're here. Yeah. But he wore the shirt, so that's yeah. all that matters. Hey, I'm, I'm yeah. you know, giving him a little trouble but because um, I miss him yeah. and I want to see get, him more. Yeah. That's our motto, though, is get other people to just show up, right? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Show up. Get other people to show up so you don't have to. As long yeah, as, as, long as the numbers rise, in, right? it's yeah. all good. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm part of the Treadmill Town Track Club. I do Ooh, my speed work on treadmills during the lunch hour. It's a pretty interesting logo. Yeah, that's what yeah. I... Don, mental note, uh, we need a treadmill track club. Um yeah. Logo. The other thing I liked about I the will Red buy Hook, the shirt. Yeah. The other thing I liked about the Red Hook Crit was um, I've never run a. I mean, not being a track runner, I've never run a race with that La- many laps. laps. Yeah, like I've run at most three laps of Central Park for the eighteen mile tune up, and Awful. that's not something you like to do. But when you run like three or four laps of a flat course, it's a lot of fun. Although I have to say, after one lap, I was like, I have to do this three more times. I was yeah. not too yeah, pleased. Yeah, it was not. By last, but then, like, it was not easy. It was pr- over fairly quickly. Well, because there were no water stations, and it was hot out. It was 82 degrees at the start. Uh, there were no water stations. And I remember uh, the way the track was, it, it was very curvy, and I was at the outermost part of the of the loop. And the announcer comes out, and he's like, a lot of you guys are dealing with a headwind, but you look strong. And I'm like... I wish it was windy because it was the part of the track I was on was just like dead hot air, and uh, I felt a lot of wind most of the way yeah, through. I felt a lot of wind yeah. too. I thought the wind was mostly on the water side, which was by the start line and the finish area, uh-huh. but uh, the much further outside towards the streets, okay. that was just it seemed like dead stagnant yeah. air. I actually didn't think about the uh, fueling. I felt like a five k, even sometimes a ten k. I don't think you really oh, need I, the fuel. But I fueled yeah. with uh, Peeps and Cheetos. And that was definitely a mistake because I didn't uh, follow that up with the water. So I think I gave myself adult onset asthma when uh, the race and started. diabetes. Yeah, when the race started, and I'm coughing up like blue sugar and orange cheese dust. Sponsored was, by Type Two Diabetes. Yeah. But yeah. when uh, when uh, when I finished the race, I, I I saw a friend right after the finish line and uh, was offered a beer. Actually, a warm beer. I was I was offered Emily Faraday. Yes, she yes. said. Uh, Would I, you I, like? She probably drank out of the same beer. <laughs> Would you like a warm beer? And I was like, yes, please, and drank a lot of it. And she was like, John looked disgusted when I offered it to him. <laughs> well, I still drank it. <laughs> oh, There's yeah. photo evidence on the social webs. Yeah. yeah. The, that reminds me, the other thing about this race was most races we run are early in the morning. Yes. And especially an there's point. a lot in Central Park. And when you live in Brooklyn, you wake up really early. It was at once really refreshing to be like, I don't have to be anywhere until 6 o'clock Sleeping, get some rest, do some errands. 
The other thing was the Red Hook is hard to get to yeah. from anywhere. A little bit. Um, but I well, it's a lot hard to get for from most not, places. Not hard to get to, inconvenient to get to. Yeah. But the other thing That's was so worth it. It was Saturday and I just kind of felt like having a it was really hot out it was really humid most of the day i was like i could really use a cold beer in the middle of the day but i have a race tonight right i probably shouldn't eat i was sweating like walking from one room to another doing errands and different different things so i was like this is gonna be so there was a small downside but those evening races it does feel kind of kill your day a little bit because you're kind of like resting and you don't want to do too much but i did like the um it's it's not every day that you run an evening race so it's yeah i like the fact that it was different a little bit but I was. Uh, Are there I, any other evening races coming up anytime? Well, uh, July sixth, uh, there's one. Actually. Oh yeah, yeah. We track should do a town. podcast about that. Yeah, track, oh, uh, track town USA uh, <laughs> summer series. Uh, July sixth. I was about to say oh, live on ESPN. New York Roadrunners has that social race. Oh, that's the true. RUN. They do have a. Uh, yeah, that's that's also they have a Brooklyn up. one yeah. now. And the Shelter, Chase, the Chase yeah. corporate clusterfuck is yeah, coming that's, up. That's in also June. that's that's actually the t- title of it. It's actually trademarked by us. Uh, also, Shelter Island and uh, around Father's Day weekend out in. Long Island is an evening race. So it's the same thing, kind of like you're kind of waiting around, and if you care about the race, you want to not do much. If you don't care about the race, you do whatever you need to do. But evening races are not common. Although when I ran back in my track and field competitive days, I remember running the Olympic trials, and there was three races in a row, and it was 8 p.m., mm. and it was Atlanta, and it was 104 degrees on the track, Ooh. even at that hour. Luckily, it was only running two laps of the track, but I literally, like... We'd just sit in a hotel room in AC. I would get up in the morning, go for a run, get breakfast, come back, rest, sleep, hydrate, go to the bathroom, eat, repeat. It was like a, a really um, long day. And then they had the race, which was like less than two minutes. And then I would qualify again, and I'd be like, i got to do this all over again. But evening races in, in track and field world, you, you're used to more right. than the road races. But uh, there is a different uh, approach as far as sleep, uh, eating, and all of a sudden what you do that day. You do feel like if you care about the race, you're definitely kind of waiting around a little bit. It might feel like unproductive, but obviously the trade-off is hopefully doing a nice job in the race. Sounds good. So that's what we've been up to. I feel like people are probably a little sick of us, ready to take a little rest lap. And uh, in a couple days, maybe we'll come back and talk about the races coming up. Yeah, that was good. I'm glad we're back. We're going to try to get a little rotation here and get some more consistency. Which is a key to training, uh, also key to, key to knowledge. And, no uh, days off when it comes to podcasts. And knowledge and more research. We'll do more research. My motto is no comma days off. Yeah, no. Days off. No, no, no. Days off. All so right. we'll take a day off and see you soon. All right. Thanks for having us. Oh, yeah, I think that was the music to my other podcast.